Today, there are two million descendants of French-Canadian immigrants living in New England. These are our stories. Welcome to the French-Canadian Legacy Podcast. Venez tous jeunes fils et garçons, je vais vous raconter l'histoire de notre immigration ici au USA, de grands aventuriers de pays étrangers. Bonjour everyone, this is Melody and we're back with French-Canadian news. We'll start with exciting news from Fort Kent, Maine. Governor Janet Mills visited the Acadian Archives on August 15th. Governor Mills and the Maine State Library made a special announcement of two new initiatives to digitize historical records pertaining to Franco-Americans and Acadians in Maine. From the article, Governor Mills said, People of Franco-American, including Acadian ancestry, are at the heart of Maine. I am proud to join the Maine State Library in announcing these projects, which will preserve their history for future generations. Going forward, anyone will be able to easily access these historical records online, protecting the original documents and supporting public education at the same time. Next up, there's a new blog post on Query the Past by Patrick Lacroix titled Debating Immigration in Ottawa, Five Takeaways. 19th century immigration from Canada to the United States was not confined to only Quebec. Check out this post highlighting the federal debates in Ottawa that discuss this issue. Moving on to podcasts. Patrick Lacroix was recently on Le Café Show with Rudy Desjardins. Lacroix discussed his book, Tout nous serait possible, une histoire politique des Franco-Américains. Check out the episode en français, of course, and learn more about Lacroix's book and perspective of Franco-American political history. Franco-American Pathways is back with a new episode. Check out episode 11, My Aunt Linda, Ma Tante Linda, a special Pride episode about the intersection of identity and Franco-American family history created by the Pathways team's spring intern Cora from Lewiston, Maine. Be sure to also check out the accompanying blog post to this podcast episode. Moving on to events, on September 6th from 5.30pm to 7pm, check out Preta Parlay in person at Murphy's Tap Room and Carriage House in Bedford, New Hampshire. On September 13th from 9am to 11am, join the Franco-American Center in Nashua, New Hampshire for Le Clecte Courtier at Barnes & Noble. Join in for light and fun conversation in French. On September 14th at 6.30 p.m., check out the French All Around Us Meet the Authors virtual event with Alliance Francaise Portland, Maine. Come meet the New England authors and find out more about their chapters in this book. That's all I've got for you this time. Everything I've covered today will be linked in the French Canadian Legacy podcast episode description. Merci for listening. I wanted to get out of America. So writes this week's featured author on the Lacroix Library. This statement, plain and forceful, hits the reader with the force of Thoreau's desire to live deliberately, and we find soon enough that it is really about getting out of the family and out of the world of the traditional, inward-looking, Franco-American parish. The author is David Plant, and the book is his memoir, American Ghosts. Plant, who is predominantly of French-Canadian ancestry, grew up in a Franco community in post-war Providence, Rhode Island. The first chapter set the scene, one that will be familiar to many in New England. In our classroom, in our school, in our parish, he writes, in our French fortress, surrounded by Yankee territory, we all sang, led by Mère Saint-Flore, Au Canada, terre de nos aïeux, ton front est saint, de fleurons glorieux. In this sometimes confining setting, Plant found himself between the overt but shallow religion of his mother and the intense but secretive faith of his father, a faith of undisclosed prayers that seemed so much more powerful. As is expected of the genre, an important motif is Plant's relationship with his father, Anne Claire. 
whose inner life he never entirely discovered. He wavers between curiosity and disappointment, as when describing his father's quest for approval from the old man, meaning his Yankee boss, at the factory. Anneclet Plant, at the boss's urging, sought to create an independent union to prevent the AFL from taking hold. For over two decades, the elder Plant regularly ran for a minor political office under the Republican banner, and every time, he lost. One of his proudest mementos was a letter from a gubernatorial candidate, Bill Vanderbilt, thanking him for his loyal services. David was privileged to leave the paternal roof and attend Boston College. These wider horizons did not suffice. He needed to get out of America, and at the age of 19, he did. In Europe, where he began writing compulsively, he launched a literary career for which we know him. From an early fascination with William and Henry James, he began looking farther afield. Yet, as is clear from the Fracker trilogy and American Ghosts, Plant continued to wrestle with his upbringing, particularly his faith, or lack thereof, and his origins. Two telling moments come in the latter part of his memoirs. One is a visit to his old neighborhood, many years after his parents' passing. Plant gets lost and only belatedly recognizes the old family house. The estrangement is total. The second moment is a product of his time in Montreal in 1990. Going through parish records in search of his ancestors, he is forced to confront his life as a writer, from which he derives his worth, to the illiteracy of those who came before. The unlettered seemed relegated to eternal silence. Faced with this realization in a church vestry, Plant sobbed. That the original parish cemetery had disappeared was insult to injury. But the quest for the tangible continued. Like Kerouac, Plant sought his past in France. Like Kerouac again, sometimes it simply sufficed to imagine his ancestors, whether nobles or peasants. It remains to be asked how different this work is from other Franco-American memoirs that have come before and since, which is also to ask what might have become of Plant had he not escaped the Canuck god and the Yankee old man in Europe. He left while others remained to water and nurture a sapling we might call modern Franco-America. It's a culture Plant himself seems eager to leave in the past. Henry David Thoreau believed French Canadians to be dominated by the two fires of religion and colonial government. More than a century later, Plant easily substituted the Yankee for the British elite. Plant raises tough and enduring questions. If his views of the so-called Canucks at times border on cartoonish, his memoirs must be grappled with and placed in their larger Franco-American literary ecology. American Ghosts is available from Beacon Press. Bonne lecture. Uh, people have made um, statements on this podcast and made the point in this podcast that when kind of certain ethnic groups come to the U.S., generally the first thing they lose is their language. And then after that, they start losing some of their traditions. But the thing that hangs on the longest generally is food. That food tends to last. And, I'm t I'm and that reminded me of a place we have here in Manchester, what was, I guess, the closest thing we had to a true little Canada area of town on the west side, a place called Cheva Chant. Still can get your pork pie, salmon pie, Chinese pie, your beans, gouton, crepes, pea soup, all that amazing magical stuff. Is there still a place like that in Lowell where I can go? Oh, very, very, very much so. That is a good question, Jesse. Okay. Cody's Market. Okay. On Salem Street in Lowell has been there for years and years and years. 
um, changed hands at one or two points. And the last Franco owner, who was at an age where he had to get out of, you know, working so many hours, sold it to some Vietnamese folks who learned the recipes for the pork pies, the gâteau, the, yes. They seem to be doing quite well. And they've added a few little Vietnamese items to the menu. So it's the kind of place where you walk in, you pick what you want. Um, They deliver now via Grubhub and Uber Eats, et cetera. So they are making a real go of it. And the Franco folks in Lowell who, oh, and beans, beans, the beans that they make. That's important for sure. The original recipe, it's known as... Cody's famous Lowell beans. Very nice. So, you know, like, and they supply their beans to all kinds of organizations, um, obviously French organizations or people with French background, but people love the beans. And you can go into just about any diner in Lowell. And if you ask for the beans, it may vary. You'll have your choice of light or dark. Yep. And the light ones, obviously, are the Cody's beans. That's awesome. Very yeah, cool. Yeah. They, they are probably hmm, the last place like that. But there are still a number of diners and little corner stores, um, particularly like in Pawtucketville or sure. Centerville, where you can get the Cody's items or you can sit down and, you know, like traditional French local gathering spots. But Cody's Market is the place to go if you need your pork pie or coton fix. I love this. Yeah, so yeah. I think what I'm hearing, Mike, is I think we need to take a French-Canadian legacy field trip, call up Melody, call up Mark, and head down there and have ourselves a nice French-Canadian meal. This sounds and, awesome. Thank you. And bring some home and put it in the freezer. For, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> my, my parents would be mad if I didn't. Absolutely. Yes. Right. All right. Well, thank you so much, is it? Okay, great. Thank you. Now our fathers look at us and sigh with despair To think that everything they love we simply do not share But the spirit never dies, our culture will survive Each of us must choose how much to keep alive Each of us must choose how much to keep alive Special thanks to Josie Vashon for providing the music. You can find more about her at josievashon.com. This podcast was produced and edited by Mike Campbell. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at fclpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at fclpodcast for more information about the topics discussed. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this episode.